game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. Hey, welcome to Wednesday. It is hump day, middle of the week. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us as we welcome you into game time here on a, uh, a Wednesday. This feels like Friday, by the way. It feels, uh, I mean, we, we've been doing it in, in, in twos this week, so I guess down the hall we'll have to go ask and make sure it is Friday. It, it's Friday for some, huh? Maybe, I guess. I mean, I'm not on that pattern. <laughs> well, we will not be here in the morning. No, we will not. And we will not be here Friday but morning. But we will both be working in the All morning. weekend long. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, in I'll, the morning we'll be working. Oh, absolutely. Because you'll be working at your house. For your wife and your family, I'll be working at my house, and then as soon as we get done with lunch, we'll be working on football. Absolutely, getting ready. We got uh, we got football. You know tomorrow. what? I love it though. No, it's this. This is a this is a great week. This is this is a. I mean, we got basketball tonight. By the way, mm-hmm. uh, uh, from uh, Nassau, Bahamas. And by the way, I refuse to recognize that. <laughs> Are you saying they're on vacation? <laughs> it really is a very incredible field. I mean, it's a, it's a great field for this tournament. But John Morris has done his show live from Nassau, Bahamas, every day this week. And the quality of the broadcast, and I was thinking, you know, I remember the days when we just hoped that there was a phone line when we got to a press box that worked. Mm-hmm. And now – it sounds like John's right in the studio when he's when he's in the in the Bahamas. I mean, the technology's come a long way, but uh, mm-hmm. pretty cool deal there. So, uh, so we'll have basketball tonight to kind of kick off our uh, our big weekend of, of sports programming here on uh, on the radio station. So we got a lot of stuff to get to today. One of the things I do want to know, and this is where I need you to go to the CNC Collision Center text line. I need to know. I need you. Turkey and dressing are not on the table. What is your favorite dish at Thanksgiving? You cannot use turkey or dressing, so it's a side or a dessert. Okay. Do you have one? Mm-hmm. What would that be? It's the Black Forest cake we get from the Swiss Bakery in downtown Fort Worth. Black Forest cake. Mm-hmm. From, from a uh, bakery in, in yeah, and it's not really a cake. It's it's really um, it's unusual, and that's why we get it at this one bakery, and it's the only place that makes it. It's like a, a like a a hard meringue with whipped cream and chocolate sprinkles. That's a pie. It's kind of a it, but it's a cake. It sounds like a pie, but it's it, the the meringue is not like a meringue on top of a a pie it's 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 real hard crunchy i'll i'll bring you a slice you well, know, yeah <laughs> i'll bring you a slice it's it's unbelievable and that's the only time we get it is thanksgiving and christmas and then i get one for my birthday every year mom and dad get one for my birthday every year but three times a year you get it and it is unbelievable See, I, I'm I'm debating right now, and I'm not going to give you my answer, but I'm debating between mashed potatoes, and then there's there's a thing I love called Frito salad. Are you familiar with Frito salad? I am not, but it sounds good. I love Fritos. So, so basically, you 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 build your salad, and then you put Fritos in it, and then you 
bury it in French dressing. Ah, sounds good. And it is outstanding. All right. Very nice. So, yeah. All I right. Don't, I don't do the mashed potatoes. You don't do mash? Well, I, I do. I eat mashed potatoes, but not at Thanksgiving. It's it's we make dressing from scratch, and then it, it's cornbread dressing. Yeah, but also instead of mashed potatoes, it's sweet potatoes with well, marshmallows. We'll, those will be there. Yeah, I mean, you know I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay. My my, my wife, uh, I mean her specialty is is the dressing. Mm-hmm. And by the way, some people say stuffing, and I heard the debate this morning with uh, Keyshawn J. Will and and Max, and I'm like, I, I, you know. You can call it stuffing. You can call it yeah, dressing. I, you can call it whatever you want to. Just call me thought, when it's ready. I thought stuffing was when you cook it inside, inside the turkey. Inside the turkey? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I don't, don't care. I don't either. Either way. I, I, again, you can call it whatever you want to. Just you, call me make, when it's done. Do y'all make cornbread dressing oh, yeah. from scratch? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, oh, there's so no y'all. Uh, I'm laying on the couch and all that. See, I, going I, on. I'm doing all the cooking this year. So Really? Yeah. I've I've already made the cornbread, and it's it's ready to go. Now I've just got to do the cutting of the celery and onions. Hang on a second. So you're in charge of lunch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was in charge of the turkey. And I'm going over doing to, that too. I'm going over to Waco Beef and you're Pork so Processors. I'm going to Waco Beef and Pork Processors and picking it up as soon as we get off the air. I'm getting up early tomorrow morning and dropping it in the deep fryer. See, I love me some, some uh, deep fried turkey. It's good. What are you going to inject it with? Uh, the uh, stuff that comes the in. The Cajun? Yes. You're doing the Cajun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm coming to your house. Yeah, yeah. That's it's, good stuff. It's so good. Oh, yeah. So good. And it, I didn't start frying them until, I don't know, probably three years ago. They're better. They are so good. They're so moist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love smoked turkey, uh, but I love deep fried turkey. I mean, so mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, we're going smoked here this year. But are you? I'm sure at some point I'll find somebody who's got some deep fried turkey going on over yeah, the weekend. It, it, I didn't. I thought I'd try it a few years ago. With well, about three years ago, I I went and bought a deep fryer and said, you know what, I'm going to cook one, and then I'm going to deep fry one just to see. <laughs> you have a backup. Yeah, I had a backup because <laughs> I wasn't real, I wasn't real <laughs> sure about this deal. <laughs> no, I'm with you. And have not have not changed. Since then. It's it a was good deal. So good. Oh, it is. It absolutely is. So, uh, did you see the uh, college football playoff poll? And, and I was totally wrong. You can go ahead and whip me right now. But here again, I I don't know that it'll hold. That's exactly right. That that was my I, first thought. I don't. I'm I'm still not buying that it's going to hold. But I I never really thought they would get in. I did not. And and I, I was. Do you think they felt wrong. the pressure? Maybe I don't know. I you know I I guess. That's my only because, explanation of it. You know, their explanation was they played well against SMU. And yeah, but SMU's been collapsing. Well, and my deal is this, and I'll go back and say it a million times. A win is a win is a win. There's it, no ugly right. win. You're right. I, I If you know anything that. about sports, there's no ugly win. It's a win. Move on. Well, there's ugly wins and there's and there's – Impressive wins, Don't but, they count the same? but they all count the same. Yeah, that's what I was going to. So, I mean, you know, a win's a win. It go, if it goes on the left side of the column, you're good. And I, I just, I when that came down, I could not believe it. Could not. Do you think right now anybody's looking back at, at Baylor's win over 
Texas State 29 to 20 and going, okay, well, Texas State's not very good, and Baylor barely got out of there nine point. No. They don't even remember they played them. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. They beat them. They moved on. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how you do it. So, I don't know. I, I'm I, Again, I – Do you think it holds? No. Okay. I mean, I hope it does. I hope I'm wrong, but I, I until I would they like put, to see it. I mean, I, I'm not I think against, they're deserving. Yeah, I'm not against somebody else getting into the dance. I just – until until it happens, I just don't well, believe it will. Well, let me ask you this. Are those the four best teams in America? That's a great question. And that's what we're trying to find out, right? Yeah. For the tournament, for our little invitational. And, and again, and I little go, is the operative phrase. And, and again, I go back to I, I don't want to leave it up to a room full of people to decide that. I want to see a true college football playoff. Well, I get it, but that's not what we got this I year. I know. And so, so are those the four best teams? I, I don't know. Until you put them on the field and play them, I don't know. Do we have the four best teams in the little invitational? I, I, and again, the answer I, I think is I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I think we all agree Georgia I'm is so head used shoulders to seeing, above everybody else. Well, yeah, I, I think so. But and, and again, I guess I'm spoiled because of Texas high school football playoffs. It it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, very much so. It works on every other level. It very much so. And so, you know, telling me that those are the four best. Okay, I guess I have to believe you. But, no, you don't. But I don't. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I don't believe them because I don't think they get it right. Let's get it on. Let's play. No, I, I, I think Cincinnati's deserving. They may be the best, but I want you to prove you're the best. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. So, totally agree. So we'll see. We'll see if they're sitting there on uh, at the if they're sitting there following. All of the games on December the 4th, all the conference championship games. And let's see if the uh, Bearcats are still sitting there the following week. I mean, do you, do you believe in, in, in the NFL that the best team wins the Super Bowl every year? Or is it just the, 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 the team, team that's, I think the, the team, team that's, that's playing sur- the best? The team that survives and gets to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and plays better that day. Yeah. I mean, which one is it? I, to me, it's the one that survives and plays better that day. But all you could do is ask for an opportunity. And that's that's what and, I'm saying. And that's yeah. what you get with a playoff system, a true playoff system. You all start zero to zero. Yeah. You, you and and, play it out. And everybody says, well, <clears throat> it's a playoff. It, it, college football has a playoff starting with week one. No, they don't. No, no they don't. No, they don't. Uh, so, but, you know, look, you, you get into the playoff and then you play the games mm-hmm. and winner survives, advance to the next round. And that is your ch- – I mean, it's a simple formula. It is. It's, and and, you, and look, maybe you, it isn't the best team, but it's certainly the team that played the best that particular day. Played the best that day, overcame injuries, overcame adversity. I mean, you know, that's the team that I want to crown the champion. And that's the champion because they Because they did there. those things. Yes. To, they, they had to do those things to get there. You're right. I mean, we we didn't take a 2-8 and eight team and go, hey, we're going to put you in the semis. Mm-mm. You know, and then hope you survive. I mean, no, this you have to win to get there. It's about winning and consistently winning. And, and right. that's the teams in the NFL playoffs have done that. Mm-hmm. They have won more games than the other dudes. Right. I mean, it's it's not real hard to figure out. I don't know if 
And, and look, I don't know that that Cincinnati's a top four team. But I, what what I was what was driving me nuts? I would like nuts, to see them have a chance. Absolutely, that was the point. But by just dismissing them was the insult was was what was insulting to them well, and to everybody else. And I still believe they're going to do. No matter what they do, they could. They'll get left out. They very well could. I mean, until they pencil their name into the semifinal game, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like you. I'm just I ain't, I ain't buying. Now, when they do it, then. Then you know, change it, it would change it my would, opinion of this year. Not 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 the overall body of this thing. Right. The overall body of this thing has got to get to where everybody has a fair shake. How I do agree. you give How do you give every Division One college football team the exact same opportunity? How do you do that? Well, There's yeah. only one way. Yeah, it's playoffs. Right, but I think you have to have a fair and equitable way of doing it. And for me, and and here we are running late again, but for me, it's about every conference champion getting into the tournament. And then if you want to put some at-large teams in there, fine. I think you have to. But every conference champion has to get into the – not five – not the power five in one group of five. Every conference champion has to get in. That would be a blast. Is, that's the only fair and equitable way to do it. That'd be be okay with me. So let's let's play it out and see what happens. You know, and you may have a you know ten seed beat a one. It happens. Well, you know you will at some point. And and, and you know, look if you want to reward, uh, you know the, the the those top teams, you let you, you let the top teams host round one I, I i don't know there's there's ways to do it but every conference champion has to have a fair and, and equitable opportunity in this thing don't they do that don't they do that in the basketball tournament mm-hmm. is there any conference champion in basketball that's left out i don't know i don't think so no of course not no they're in now they may not you know they may draw a a tough assignment but they're in they are in. They get the automatic bid. There's got to be automatic bids for the conference champions. I, I just don't see how you can say, okay, this – well, first of all, look at the terminology we're using. Here's the power five. Oh, and here's a group of five. I mean, stop and think about it from from that perspective. Is a team in a group of five ever going to win the national championship? I don't know. N- not likely. Not likely. But who's to say they couldn't? I'd like to see them have a chance. Absolutely. Did we ever think Appalachian State was going to beat Michigan that nope. day? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Nobody gave them a chance. Nope. But they, they did, did it that day. That day. May not do it the next day. May not do it the day before. But may not that do it, day. May not do it. If they played ten yeah. times, they'd probably lose nine of them. I agree. I totally agree with you. All right. Uh, we are off and running. Uh, CNC Collision Center text line 254-662-1660. Your favorite – can't be turkey, can't be dressing. Your favorite side. Let us know what it is. We'd love to uh, love to hear from you. We're going to compile a list here, and uh, you know what? Ward may fix them for us next week. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Morrison's gifts. You know what? It's it's Thanksgiving, and we know what follows Thanksgiving in a month. It's Christmas. So, guys, if you're looking for that gift for that special someone, Morrison's Gifts has uh, has has you got you taken care of. They've got. Uh, they got John Hart bags. They've got Consuela purses and totes. They've got candles. They got jewelry. They got so many things to to offer. They they can even do gift baskets for you. Any budget. And as always, they'll 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 wrap it for you right there at Morrison's Gifts. And and you can um, 
you can get it taken care of. Hey, they'll even work with you on a layaway program. You want to go ahead and pay it, pay half of it down now, and then right before Christmas, pay the other half. You can, you can certainly do that. So check out Morrison's Gifts and uh, go by there. And uh, and and I'm telling you, right, and you may not even know what you're looking for. You may just kind of, you know, as to use a car buying term, you just may be in there kicking tires, but they will certainly help you and point you in the right direction. They're at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive. They're in that strip center there next to Jason's Deli. Go by and see them uh, and, and, and tell them we sent you by, and they'll, they're going to take good care of you and uh, get you fixed up for Christmas. It's Morrison's Gifts. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. Lender. Having an accredited land consultant like Daryl Weems and his team of farm, ranch, land, and home experts on your side is a must when making what may be the biggest financial decision in your life. Selling farm and ranch property since 1925, United Country's Twin Bends Realty is your go-to source for real estate industry insight and advice. Sellers will benefit from UC's cutting-edge technology that will provide your property with maximum visibility. Find your freedom by calling Daryl Weems, your local land pro at United Country Twin Bends Realty. Learn more at twinbendsrealty.com. The next time you need heating or air conditioning service for your home or office, or maybe an upgrade to your current system, remember Necessary Services. They're a proud York dealer, and remember, York products are American-made. Necessary Services serves Bosque, Coriel, and Western McLennan County customers. With over 35 years' experience, that's Necessary Services on 5th Street in Clifton. 254-675-6757. 254-675-6757. License TACLB 02269E. This is Jim Haller, proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service, independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison & McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. 
Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Clayton Construction supports the administration, faculty, staff, and student body of Crawford Independent School District. They encourage fans to support the Crawford student-athletes by attending the games and being vocal supporters of the Pirates and Lady Pirates. Next time you're considering a new metal building, a barn dominium, septic tank installation, or concrete rock or dirt work, contact Clayton Construction for a free estimate. 254-420-8485. Good luck, Crawford Pirates, in the state UIL football playoffs. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they also have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome, and they offer 90 days, same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. You'll enjoy 101 customer service at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Store hours of Monday through Friday, 10 to 6, and Saturday, 10 till 5. All right, 721. Welcome back into the Wednesday edition of Game Time. Our 7 o'clock hour service a good feed in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. Coming up on Saturday, it is Baylor and the uh, Red Raiders of Texas Tech at uh, McLean Stadium. And our coverage will begin with Game Day Live at uh, 7 a.m. And uh, then the Tailgate Show at 9 a.m. with the kick coming up at uh, just after 11 o'clock. Ward uh, Bohannon with the pulled hamstring. Not much coming out uh, is up on his status. If Bohannon is not able to go, and Blake Shapin is the uh, is the starting quarterback, does that change how you view this football game? Great question. Uh, I maybe a little bit, but I don't think we've seen a large enough sample size of Shapin to make a complete judgment on that. I mean, I think you go into it and going, well, they got their backup quarterback, so there's a question mark there. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I mean, I don't, I don't think you say, well, they're not going to be as good because you don't know, right? I mean, it, you just you don't you don't have enough sampling. I mean, he played well last week when he was forced into action. Now, how does he play with the full week's worth of preparation? Does it does it behoove him or does it you know make it? more pressure on him. I mean, because when you come off the bench, there's a whole, you know, there's there's two ways you can attack it. You can attack it with you let the pressure get to you and you collapse or you just don't know any better and you go out there and just play. And, you know, a lot of guys just, just go out there and play, play loose because they weren't expecting to get in. Now you've had a whole week to sit there and think about it and you might go out there and, you know, be too tight to play. I asked Dave Aranda Monday about that, and, and he said you just don't understand how Blake goes about his preparation. He mm-hmm. said he said he is one of those guys 
that assumes he's going to be in the game, and that's how he prepares. That's how he went through spring. That's how he went through the fall competition for the starting job. And he said that's how he continues to go about his business. So he wasn't real surprised that Blake played well. I, I just go back and say, from an offensive standpoint, can Baylor run the football? And if they run the football, then, then yeah, does it all really, bets are off, yeah, right? Does it really matter? Yeah, all bets I are mean, off. I mean, if they can run the football like they have in the past, I mean, that takes a lot of pressure off any quarterback. And on the flip side, Baylor has, you know, we, we know they have an outstanding defense. And, and Tech is, is, look, who's going to play quarterback for Texas? I mean, they don't even – do they know? I'm sure they do, but, I mean, you know what I mean. There's there's – I what mean, there's that, question marks like crazy at quarterback for the Red Raiders. Yeah, and you know you've got you know one good game out of Smith, and then last week he, you know, he played awful. So I mean, you know, what do you get out of him this week? Does he bounce back this week, or do you go to, you know, is Columbia healthy? Do you go to Morton? <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you don't know. You don't you don't know what you're going to get out of quarterback from them. So, yeah. Uh, if, if Smith goes out there and plays like he did last week, <laughs> the Bears will have a field day. Well, and I was looking at some of their numbers and just just looking at how they uh, – just the, the inconsistency at at the most important position well, on the football field. They haven't had any. That's it's exactly zero. right. So Columbia has started five. Uh, Tyler has started four games. Smith has started two games. Uh, Morton's played in two games. I mean, it's crazy what what's gone on. Well, they've had they've had injury injuries, injuries, and, yeah. and, and they've you know kind of moved guys around, and you know that's and nobody's stepped up. No, and nobody's. I mean, I mean Smith played well in in the game that they, you know, they won on a sixty whatever yard field goal, sixty two yard field mm-hmm. goal. I mean. He played well that day, and everybody everybody thought, okay, they found their guy. Well, <laughs> seven days later, they ain't found their guy. <laughs> so, with all that said, and, and Baylor looking for a perfect home record this season, do the Bears win on yeah, Saturday? Yeah, I, I I feel like the Bears win on Saturday. I I, I agree with you. I, I think, and I think they get to ten wins, and I think they put themselves in a position to sit back and watch Bedlam and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, no matter what happens, uh, this has been – look, this is a team that was picked eighth in the conference. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting there with nine, potentially ten. I was looking at some of the potential bowl opportunities that could come their way. Probably going to the Alamo Bowl, right? Al- well, I mean, that's, 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 a high, that's, a, that's high on the list. Uh, you never know. Uh, I know that you're not buying that the Big 12 champion can get to the uh, to the field of four. I yeah, I'm not buying that. So if they don't, then you know I was uh, wrong last night though. But. Co- conference champion gets to gets to go to New Orleans. I mean, you, you, the Fiesta has a has a kind of an open bid. I mean, there's even the cheese at Bow in Orlando. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's four. You know, there's but yeah, I mean, I think it would make sense for Baylor to go to the Alamo Bow in San Antonio be a fun trip a lot of locals will be able to make the trip down yeah it'd be it'd be, be good. a heck of a fun time be a good bowl for Baylor I mean yep. you know and and recruiting wise it'd be big for Baylor so we'll, we'll see how how it all unfolds you know or do they it does Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma and then Baylor next Saturday beat Oklahoma State and 
and, and get the uh, get the conference bid or you know there's a lot there's still a ton to be decided and that's what's fun about fun about it right now but the bottom line is Baylor taking care of Baylor's business and getting to 10 wins on Saturday against Texas Tech that's all they can do and that's all they can do then the rest is up to somebody else and and it's up to decision makers to decide where the you know all that stuff is out of their hands the only thing that's in their hands is playing Texas Tech at 1107 on Saturday morning so we'll see and our coverage will begin at 7 a.m and I don't I don't know how I feel I mean look I, I, the only way and again the only way that Bohannon plays I think is if he is healthy and cannot re-injure or injure the 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 hamstring even more i mean oh i would think so i don't yeah. think you take a chance on, on but this listen, game. but listening to listening to dave aranda he said i don't bet against him don't bet against him to get ready now is he sending a message to texas tech hey you better be ready for both of our guys or is or is you know or is that legit he's he's not betting against him i think you know we'll find out on saturday morning maybe a little both yeah, it could be a little bit of both could be a little posturing in there all right uh, seven twenty-eight here on uh this wednesday morning with tom and ward we're glad you're with us coming up in a couple of minutes we are going to talk with shehan jayaraja from cbssports.com lots to get to college football wise and we do it next Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas. This Saturday, the Bears wrap up the regular season when they host the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Our coverage of Baylor football begins at 7 a.m. with Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. We'll preview the game, have interviews, and a whole lot more. Don't miss Baylor football this Saturday beginning at 7 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor football. Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. One week before the final college football playoff poll, finds a group of five team among the top four. Unbeaten Cincinnati checks in at number four. Georgia is still number one, followed by Ohio State and Alabama. Michigan and Notre Dame are 5-6 and six, with Oklahoma State and Baylor at 7-8. Penn State has extended the contract of head coach James Franklin. It's a 10-year deal starting at $7.5 million a year. 
Former Cowboys head coach Jason Garrett is no longer the offensive coordinator for the New York Giants. Freddie Kitchens takes over as the Giants play caller. The Mavericks beat the Clippers in overtime 112-104. Tonight, the Rockets host the Bulls and the Spurs entertain Atlanta. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's get the latest on college football with Shahan J. Araja from CBSSports.com on ESPN Central Texas. Seven thirty-two. Welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Wednesday, the day before we all, uh, you know what we're going to do. <laughs> We're going to stuff ourselves and we're going to watch some football. Oh, what a great day. Uh, we're joined now by Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. Shehan, good morning. How are you, my friend? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks as always for having me. I appreciate your time. Shehan, were you surprised at all that uh, Cincinnati finally uh, pushed forward and, and got into the top four last night? <laughs> I think that uh, it was a big moment, right? I mean, no team has ever heading into this year been higher than seven. Uh, in the college football playoff rankings from the group of five. And so to see them finally get into that top four, it was a big moment. And the thing that I will say is that there have certainly been some strange decisions this year. I mean, I think that Alabama at two for most of the season was a mistake. I think that Michigan over Michigan State for much of the season was a mistake. But I do think that the committee has generally been pretty fair. I, I do think that they have ultimately come to the right decision, even if it's not immediately. And I think right now this is the right decision, and I'm glad that they finally did it. Looking at the top four, do they have the four best teams in college football? I think they do right now. Now, uh, certainly the the next couple weeks of the season, we're going to see what Oklahoma State's made of, right? Oklahoma State gets Oklahoma this upcoming week, and they if they win that game, then they get Baylor in the Big 12 championship game. And if you win both those games back-to-back, you're one of the top four teams in America. There, there's no two ways about it. And so I think that not only do they have the teams right now that I think are probably the top four, uh, I think that they set themselves up to be able to put the right four teams in the playoff as well. Now, I think that at five, I would have Oklahoma State over Notre Dame and Michigan at this point. But again, these are things that are going to be worked out uh, in the last couple of weeks of the season. So right now, sitting here on November 24th, I think they have the right four as the top four. Does Oklahoma State have the right name on the jersey to get into the top four? I think that the biggest thing that you can say about Oklahoma State is that they are right within striking range, and they only have the one sort of signature win, right? I mean, they have the win over Baylor, which is a great top 10 win. Um, so, you know, I think that they are set up for sure to be able to do it. Now, I agree. I know what you mean, right? I mean, if, if it's Oklahoma who goes and dominates Oklahoma State and beats Baylor, like, there's no question about it. There's no, you know, it, it never comes into question. Whereas with Oklahoma State, maybe you are competing still with Alabama. Maybe you are competing still with Notre Dame. Maybe you are competing still with Michigan. But I do think that uh, that Oklahoma State at the end of the day would have such an overwhelming resume at that point with three top 10 to top 15 wins that you really couldn't keep them out of the field, in my opinion. Now, we'll have to see, right? I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to actually come up and happen. But, um, but I do think that their resume would be, you know, good enough, I guess, that they wouldn't get left out of the field. And in a lot of ways, right, this is why the Big 12 instituted a conference championship game is because it gives Oklahoma State another opportunity to pick up another quality win. So the system, at least this year, looks like it's going to work for Oklahoma State. But first, of course, they got to get through the next two weeks. Let's talk about some coaching um, uh, situations. Uh, I saw an article that you wrote uh, 
about uh, James Franklin. Ten years? Uh, that's that's a pretty that's a pretty hefty little deal that he got. Yeah, no question about it. And I mean, we've only seen inflation since basically Jimbo Fisher signed that ten-year, seventy-five million-dollar contract a couple of years ago. And the the thing that's interesting about this contract is that yes, it's a lot of money. It's ten years at seventy-five million dollars. But I mean, James Franklin probably could have gotten more money these other spots at LSU or USC potentially. But I think that uh, the thing that James Franklin did here makes a lot of sense. And it actually makes a lot of sense in the short term for Penn State as well, because yes, it's a 10 year contract. Yes. I do expect him to be there for a couple more years, but the way that the contract is set up, especially in terms of buyout or the, for the, uh, the Franklin side of things is that after two years, his buyout drops to only about $6 million and after the year, uh, the year after that, it drops only two million dollars. So, in the next three to four years, James Franklin's going to have the opportunity to to go out and still look for other jobs. And yes, another team is going to potentially have to pay a buyout, but it's not going to be an unreasonable buyout. This contract to me is more about Penn State getting through this coaching cycle because you look around the country. I certainly would not want to have to hire a head coach right now and compete against Florida, compete against USC, compete against LSU, compete against TCU, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so I think the biggest thing that this contract does is it keeps Penn State out of this coaching cycle. Maybe two years down the road, we're back at this point again uh, because uh, because James Franklin will have the opportunity to do that. But uh, I think that in a lot of ways, it fulfills both sides and, and kind of really both sides end up winning in their own way. Even though, again, the 10-year, $75 billion contract really stands out as being this sort of mammoth thing. I, I think that it's going to end up being probably a pretty reasonable decision for both sides. Looks like Ian McCall and Liberty are going to pony up with uh, Hugh Freeze. Are you surprised just how quickly Liberty was able to become very uh, relevant in, in, in college football? Well, I mean, they've, they've invested, right? I mean, something that you hear a lot about them is that their facilities are incredible because they have a lot of money, right? I mean, they've got a lot of evangelical money and they've put a lot of it into football. And I mean, you know, look, whatever happened uh, at Baylor happened, right? But the thing that Ian McCaw did at Baylor was he did use football as a vehicle to raise the profile of the athletic department and the university. And I think that it's no coincidence that they hired him to do the same exact thing at Liberty and he's done it in a great way uh, on the field. And so I, I think that for them, being able to lock up Hugh Freeze, and, and I mean, this is a team last year that was in the, the AP Top 25 at different points. Now they're going to be heading to this new version of Conference USA. It makes a lot of sense for them. Now, the one thing that I'll say is I do feel like they were kind of bidding against themselves a little bit. I, I don't know who exactly was in line to poach Hugh Freeze, but the other side of that is, I mean, Liberty has money, like we mentioned, and, and if they have the opportunity to keep him really happy and make sure that he sticks around and keeps having success there, I think that's probably the right decision. So, I mean, Liberty, of course, you know, a program that only moved up to the FBS level a couple of years ago, I, I think that it's been very impressive the way that they've risen, and I think that they want to keep using football as that vehicle. What's the best job out there? Is it LSU? Is it Florida? Is it USC? Well, I, I'd point to LSU, and I'd point to the fact that the last three coaches to have coached there have all won national championships. Now, there's downsides to all of these jobs. I mean, to any job in college football, there's downsides. But I think that to these three jobs, there's upsides and downsides. You know, at, at USC, you're talking about a job where you can own the West Coast, but you're also talking about a job where only one coach has really owned the West Coast in the last 30 years or so. At Florida, you know, it's a little bit more new money, but, uh, you know, you have access to all those Florida recruits. But you're also co competing against Florida State, UCF, and, uh, and Miami as well. 
And with LSU, the biggest thing that you can sell is that you get to dominate the state of Louisiana. And it's only, you know, it's what, you know, 10 to 15 type of blue chip guys a year. But, I mean, all of them want to play for you, and you also have the ability to go into Texas, go into Alabama, go into Mississippi. So I, I think that LSU is the spot. Now things are only going to get harder as Texas and Oklahoma enter the SEC as well, and you're going to be competing with them for recruits. You're going to be competing for them uh, on the field as well. But I think that LSU right now, again, I mean, you just have to look at the fact that they've won three championships under three different coaches. Uh, and if you want the highest upside, I think that it's at LSU. Talk a little bit about uh, your alma mater, and just can you put into words just what kind of job Dave Aranda's done taking a team from two and seven to nine and two, and potentially ten and two after Saturday? Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty unbelievable, right, for him to be able to to turn this back into a ten win team so quickly, and I think it's a real testament to the way that he looks at program building because last year, I mean, he really tried to build it in a lot of ways based off of that 2019 LSU model, right? I mean, they had that sort of split offensive coordinator responsibilities, um, and it really worked for them, but, you know, most coaches aren't Joe Brady. And so for him to go in and really reevaluate, and the other thing, too, talking to him uh, during the offseason was he seemed to have a real recognition of how the Big 12 wants to play football, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And he specifically picked this kind of offensive system because he felt like, it was a good fit for what Big 12 defenses did. So he's one of the more thoughtful coaches. Uh, not even one of the more. He's the most thoughtful coach I've ever been around. Uh, you know, and, and I think that I was very curious how his personality would play as a head coach. Because, I mean, I think that it's one thing to sort of be a brainiac defensive coordinator. But to be a head coach, I think that it, it's always interesting to see how that sort of deal is handled. And he's done such a great job of building trust within that program. I think that another thing that we can say, too, is that, I mean, he is a very interpersonal guy despite being quiet you know he wants to build personal relationships with people and we saw last year in 2020 i mean you don't have the opportunity to do that during the pandemic i think you're really starting to see the difference that it makes just him being present so extremely extremely impressed with the the job that he's done and it's no it's no wonder that basically everyone in the country wants him i'll be curious to see what he does with tomorrow being the day, do college football fans ever get their wish? And with Texas going into the SEC, we see Texas and A&M playing on Thursday night? Yeah, I mean, they should, right? I mean, we're going to have to wait and see, of course, what the SEC decides to do. I mean, the SEC's kind of tried to set up Texas A&M and LSU as a rivalry game. They've tried to set up Texas A&M and South Carolina as a rivalry game. But when you have these historic rivals come back in like Texas and Texas A&M, you figure that they try to put them in their premier spots, right? I mean, that's what they do with the Egg Bowl, Mississippi State versus Ole Miss every single year. And this is a historic game in the state of Texas, one that even if you're not a Texas or a Texas A&M fan, you've watched every year growing up. So I really hope that they find a way to get that game back on Thanksgiving or on Black Friday. Uh, because, yeah, I mean, it's one of these historic premier games that I think that everybody should be able to watch on Thursday. So I hope that it happens. Uh, you know, nothing has been made official by any means at this point, but I, I certainly hope that that's the conversation that comes soon. All right, Shehan, here's the most important question of the day. Turkey and dressing are off the table. What's your favorite dish at Thanksgiving? <laughs> that's a great question. That's a great question. I'm going to go – I'm going to go with green bean casserole. It's, it's something that you only do once a year, right? I mean, that's not something that you can have really any other time of year. But I don't know. Something about it just hits on Thanksgiving. And so uh, certainly, I, I mean, stuffing is my favorite. That, that's my thing that I, you know, I know that it's basically just, uh, you know, cornbread. But uh, but that's my favorite thing every Thanksgiving. But 
if I have to take that off the table, I, I think it's going to be casserole. There you go. Hey, man, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. I'll talk to you soon. That is uh, Shehan J. Raja from CBSSports.com. It's uh, 743. He went green bean casserole. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? That's not bad. Not bad. Oh, man, not bad. You, you are a hard customer today. So, no, I'm not. I I just don't. You're driving to downtown Fort Worth to get I'm, a cake that's really a pie. It's not a pie. You're not going to believe it when I bring you a piece. It's not a pie. All right. Okay. It's a 744. This I just is, don't I don't huh? I don't take up the room for my See, here's here's my my downfall. Yeah. I eat so much dressing that I don't do a whole lot of other sides. Oh, really? Yeah. I just I it, I like them and I'll taste them. But, boy, I fill up on the dressing. I just love it. Well, that's round two. You can go back and get more. I'll do that, too. And then, <laughs> and then locate the couch and, you know. Yeah, I'll do that, there too, you go. unfortunately. Uh, all right, uh, let's talk about uh, our friends over at City Ranch Boot Company. They got a, a new location, and they cannot wait to see you. And I'm telling you, this location is beautiful. What a uh, what a facility. Uh, at uh, 10267 North River Crossing, you're saying, okay, now where is that? Well, it's easy. When you when you head out Highway 6, like you're uh, headed to uh, to Valley Mills and, and you get to the red light, you know, you can hang a left and go to Crawford and hang a right and go to China Spring. Well, you hang a right. And then about, oh, I don't know, a mile or so out on the left, you will see, uh, you'll see the uh, Joko building. And uh, they're located uh, right next to it. So uh, it's and again, they got a great facility there. You could choose your skin, you can choose your design, and then they can create a uh, a pair of boots for you, a belt, a wallet, a handbag, whatever the case may be. Or you could choose from what they have already in stock there at the store. They got over thirty years in the leather industry, and uh, Jay Kelly and his team uh, ready to, and his team, his family. I mean, and that's what I like about it. I mean, it's a family operated facility, and they're waiting. To to see you uh, design boots for uh, for the bride or the groom maybe that's a, you know maybe a wedding's coming up you want to do that maybe the whole wedding party or or maybe your broadcast partner for christmas ward uh you could put the logo uh you know we could we could put the espn logo on the on the boot that'd be pretty cool so uh look custom design locally owned family operated and, and right here in texas hey, check 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 how can you go wrong we're talking about city ranch boot company uh and, and they bring a and a fun and unique experience uh, for for, uh, for for those boots or for that wallet or, or whatever the case may be. And, again, you can shop off the shelf or you can have them custom make something for you. City Ranch Boot Company. And, again, they're at 10267 North River Crossing. You can check them out on Facebook and Instagram or visit their website at cityranchboot.com. It's off to Paradise Island, Bahamas, for Scott Drew and the Bears for the battle for Atlantis, beginning Wednesday against Arizona State. 6 p.m. Wednesday for the countdown to tip-off. 6.30 tip-off for Baylor and Arizona State from the battle for Atlantis. Baylor men's basketball in the battle for Atlantis, here on ESPN Central Texas. Now is the best time to let Jeff Hunter Toyota put you in a used vehicle. Right now, choose from hundreds of different makes and different models, all priced to fit all budgets. 
Explore your possibilities. Explore new and used vehicles at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Bartered Beef Cattle Company has been ranching in Central Texas for over 100 years. Quality beef from their ranch to your plate at a clear and reasonable price. No hidden fees and easy online ordering. Prices of beef are rising daily. Purchase a half or a whole cow today and save. Bartered Beef Cattle Company, where their motto always is, raising hardworking kids, make great steak, have fun, make money, and share with others. Find them on Facebook and Instagram today or visit their website at bartneredbeef.com. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 in Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 in Imperial. Ian and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. One week before the final college football playoff poll, finds a group of five team among the top four. Unbeaten Cincinnati checks in at number four. Georgia is still number one, followed by Ohio State and Alabama. Michigan and Notre Dame are 5-6 with Oklahoma State and Baylor at 7-8. Penn State has extended the contract of head coach James Franklin. It's a 10-year deal starting at $7.5 million a year. Former Cowboys head coach Jason Garrett is no longer the offensive coordinator for the New York Giants. Freddie Kitchens takes over as the Giants play call. The Mavericks beat the Clippers in overtime 112-104. Tonight, the Rockets host the Bulls and the Spurs entertain Atlanta. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
right, 7.51. Welcome back into the program. This is game time. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Coming up tomorrow, we got football for you, the Cowboys and the Raiders. And, uh, by the way, that game is going to move over to our uh, sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. We'll have Baylor basketball for you uh, tomorrow here on ESPN. So, uh, with that in mind, the uh, the Cowboys will be over on uh, Fox Sports Central Texas. Now, Jerry Jones uh, talked a little bit about Amari Cooper and the, the COVID situation. And, you, Ward, give this a listen and tell me what you think. Now, Amari Cooper is outstanding, folks. He's one of the highest character guys that you will ever be around in any area, and he's outstanding in his in my in his introspect and and how he does things. He uh, had, when it was at uh, uh, the Raiders for a year or two, he set up a library for the players to uh, uh, read during their breaks, which they have. So my point is, he's an outstanding, and we're not in any way. Nobody's saying that he isn't outstanding. But this is a classic case of how it can impact a team when people are, at the end of the day, this is not individual, it is team. You cannot win anything individually. Right. So so all of that are statements that I know everybody has heard to their blue in the face. But the point is that this popped us. This did pop us. What do you think? Is he a little, is he a little upset with Amari Cooper? Yeah, he's pissed he didn't get the vaccine. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. He, he's saying, you know, hey, look, you can you, individually you can do whatever you want to, but remember, keep the team in, in perspective and in mind. And he, by choosing not to, he let down his teammates. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he said. And you're right, he's not happy at all Mm-mm. with uh, with the situation. And, again, we don't know if C.D. Lamb is is past the um, all the protocols to play tomorrow, but there's a high probability you're going to be without Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb, your two starting wide receivers. Mm-hmm. You better figure it out. Good you luck. better figure it out. Yeah, well, I agree. I mean, they're the they're the they're the starters for a reason. It's because they're the two best on the team. I mean that you know that's the way it works. So uh, it's 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 unfortunate. I mean, and, you know, you're going to be without Smith at, at left tackle. And, I mean, this this lineup's going to look a lot like it looked on Sunday when you didn't play so well in Kansas City. So, we'll see. All right, uh, 7.54. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's uh, bring John Morris in and get uh, the latest from Nassau, where he is working. Uh, John Morris with today's Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor men's basketball opens play in the battle for Atlantis today. We'll give you details. Plus, volleyball, a winner in Big 12 play last night. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, 
We're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Baylor University is where lights shine bright. So, let there be light. Let there be roommates and teammates, scholarship and championships. Let there be fresh starts and new traditions, fast friendships and lasting impacts. Let there be laughter. Let there be joy. Let there be light. Baylor University, where lights shine bright. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back from Paradise Island, Bahamas, where Baylor men's basketball opens play in the Battle for Atlantis coming up this evening. The Bears won this tournament in 2016. In fact, they have a 23-4 record since 2013 in in-season tournaments. But it's a tough challenge ahead, opening tonight against Arizona State to win three games in three days. Here's head coach Scott Drew. And uh, you're doing that uh, uh, different styles, different uh, uh, ways you, you need to prepare to beat teams, and that really does help prepare you for the rest of the year uh, um, on those quicker turnarounds, uh, the Big 12 tournament, the NCAA tournament, where you only have one game in between, and it allows guys to know what it's like to play tired, uh, uh, play on a short scouting report, and be able to uh, remember and uh, perform what you need to to be successful. Scott Drew and the Bears open play in the battle for Atlantis tonight here in Paradise Island, Bahamas. The Bears slated to take on Arizona State to open the tournament this evening. 6 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 6.30 tip-off tonight here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on ESPN2. Meanwhile, the Lady Bears open play against Fordham tomorrow in the Cancun Classic. They'll play Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And Baylor Volleyball, number seven in the nation, post their third consecutive sweep in Big 12 play. Baylor winning 3-0 over Oklahoma last night in Norman. They'll close the regular season against the Sooners coming up this evening. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tonight with Baylor Basketball. Have a great and safe Thanksgiving. I'm John Morris. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. 
Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. This is Richard Carr. We have shared many challenges together over the past year, but 2021 brought a new business challenge. Computer chip shortages have created long delays for new vehicles. We're told production is improving and cars are coming. At Richard Carr Motors, we have a list of vehicles already in production called our inbound vehicle list. These are vehicles that will be delivered first. Get your name on our inbound vehicle list and be first in line for your new GM car or truck. Thank you, Central Texas, for your continued support. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast on ESPN Central Texas. Eight o'clock for you, eight o'clockers. You better be punching in. <laughs> a lot of eight o'clockers that are on vacation this week. I mean, there is a lot of folks not working this week. Uh, and good for you, by the way. Uh, VersaLift Southwest brings you the eight o'clock hour, a time manufacturing company, and they're currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. We welcome into the program Josh Neighbors from the Locked on Big 12 podcast. Josh, good morning, and how are you, my friend? I'm well, gentlemen. Happy early Thanksgiving to you guys. Uh, it is. It is. Look. This is one of the busiest weeks in college sports. This is this is not a relaxed, not always relaxing, but I kind of love it. I, I love all the college sports happening. I love Thanksgiving. I'm lucky that my job is just to sit on the couch and watch college basketball and college football <laughs> all day. So I'm pretty content. Yeah, we were just talking about it. We've got uh, six college basketball games to broadcast between now and uh, – and Sunday, we've got NFL football, we've got college football, and, of course, we've got uh, Texas high school football playoff games. Uh, so, yeah, we're a little busy around the old radio station uh, this uh, this week. So, but And I'm like you, it is fun. It's good stuff. Uh, the uh, college football playoffs, uh, well, Cincinnati is in the top four. Here's the question. In your opinion, do they remain in the top four? Yeah, a couple of factors are going to – I mean, obviously, I've got no clue. Nobody knows what those 13 guys and gals are going to do. Uh, it's a week-to-week. Including game. them. <laughs> yeah, including them. They just kind of show up and like, guys, what are we doing today? Who's our yeah. favorite team? What are we talking about this week? Um, I would say, like, just keep – I mean, if they perform like they did last week, uh, it's going to be tough to move them. It's going to be pretty tough to move them. Now, the kind of nightmare scenario, I, I've kind of looked at this for the Big 12, is – uh, Oklahoma State wins out, and then, or Oklahoma wins out. Rather, actually, nightmare would be Oklahoma wins out, and then it's Oklahoma who's going to get in, right? Let's just say Alabama wins uh, and beats Georgia, and Ohio State wins, right? You've got uh, Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, and then perfect Cincinnati or twelve and one Oklahoma. That's like a nightmare scenario for for the Big Twelve, right? Uh, you know, it'd be nice if it was Oklahoma State at least one either a future Big 12 team or current Big 12 team would get in. But there's so many moving parts. And 
um, you know, I just think we should be happy for Cincinnati that they're in. And it doesn't mean they're going to stay, obviously, but they've earned this. They've worked for this. This has been a multi-year process, and it's taken them a long time to finally get this kind of recognition. And last night, they finally got it. They, they finally got recognition that I believe they deserve. Uh, now the question is, can they stay there? Take Oklahoma State and Oklahoma out of the equation. The most intriguing game in the Big 12 this week. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I'm going to go with with Baylor Texas Tech because to me, and I know I know I'm talking to you guys obviously in, in Baylor Bear Country, like they can win ten games. That is not. I said beginning of the year, I was like, if they win six, I would be very I'd be very pleased for a Baylor fan. They're going to get multiple cracks at ten. Like let's just say they lose this week and play a bowl game, they'll still have a chance to get tenth win. They're going to have a chance to win a 10th game this week. And obviously, quarterback situations are going to be, uh, you know, we'll see what happens there. But I was so impressed last week, and I want to see if they can keep that momentum going. Organizational strength is what we saw last week. All right, Gary Bahannon goes down. Blake Shapin comes in, manages the game. Defense steps up, gets them a win on the road. And a pretty convincing one at 20-10. to 10. Not pretty, but convincing. 20-10. to 10. That's what I'm looking for this week. Can Baylor keep it going? And can Dave Aranda keep making a case why he is uh, potentially the national coach of the year, not just the Big 12 coach of the year? The one thing they did not do that they've done most of the year is run the ball effectively. Uh, is that concerning to you a little bit? Yeah, well, it's, it's also going to depend on who the quarterback is, right? And also, can Gary move? Like, can Gary be mm-hmm. a part of that running game? Because we know how effective he is in that. And, yeah, it is concerning. They try. They, they really did um, give, it, give it their best shot. But here's the thing. Like, Kansas State is not getting enough credit for how good they are this year. And they're a story that I keep talking about. I keep mentioning this. We're always so focused on the college football playoff. Like, stories like Kansas State really matter. You know, the fact that Skylar Thompson's been injured all year and out of the lineup and they won four straight games, they got to seven wins after being three and three. It's really impressive. And their defense has been a big reason why. And they've slowed a lot of teams down. So I think it's a, it's a lot of credit to them. They didn't. And, Baylor didn't play as well up front, but still got the job done and took advantage of mistakes. This week, yeah, I mean, I think the plan would be, especially if Blake Shapin plays, run, 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 run the football. Um, if they can do some of what Oklahoma State did last week, Texas Tech, I think they should be okay against uh, against Donovan Smith and, uh, and Texas Tech. You just mentioned Skylar Thompson being uh, injured. Do Kansas State go into Austin without him and beat the Horns? It feels like anybody can beat the horns right now. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's definitely a possibility. That team is so broken. And, um, you know, I, 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 still, like, I still think Steve Sarkeesian should be the coach next year. I think if people want to get – I think if people want Texas to try to hire a coach in this market, it's not the time to do it. Um, and, yeah, I mean, they're, they're a three-point favorite. If there's no Skyler Thompson, no, I'd favor Texas just because – I don't trust that situation. Like Will Howard and Jaron Lewis just to me have not done enough to convince me um, they can manage a game. And Deuce Vaughn does need some help. If Kansas State's going to win some games in this conference uh, without, you know, w- without Skylar Thompson at quarterback. And, and yeah, so I, I don't know. Um, I would not like their chances of Skylar Thompson's not playing. And we'll see what the situation is with that uh, as we head into the weekend. Hey, we know that Texas uh, has made the has made a left turn. I mean, we get all that, but just the overall body of work for this conference uh, going into the final week. Uh, where do you see this league? Uh, did did they have a better year than than you anticipated? 
Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously Iowa State was not the team that we thought, but the fact that there are three teams at the end of the season, and look, Baylor is not, you know, they're eight right now, which is amazing. Now, it feels like they have, an, you know, they're really not in great position to make the playoffs. But, like, if things did break a certain way, there is a case for a 11-2 Baylor as a Big 12 champion to make a playoff. So the fact that they've got three teams that are at least in the conversation, I mean, if you're in the top eight with two games left to go, um, you know, potentially two games left to go, you're definitely in the college football playoff conversation. The fact that we've got three teams in that conversation on the last week of the season before championship week, and, you know, we'll see what happens, uh, you know, as things play out this week. Yeah, I would say this conference overachieved at the top. Obviously, Oklahoma underachieved, but having this number of quality teams, to me, was kind of an overachievement. And to have teams like Kansas State at 7-4, and four, to have West Virginia potentially going to a bowl, to have Texas Tech going to a bowl, which is pretty impressive. Um, yeah, I think this league is – the top of the league is really strong this year. It's really strong. Rest of the way down, sure. I mean, I don't think West Virginia is that good. They might be going bowling. but they get a win against Kansas this week? So um, this league is a bit stronger than I thought it would be at the top. What are you hearing on the TCU job? I think it's Sonny Dykes, and that's that's what it, we're just kind of waiting for the shoe to drop. Um, you could you could tell there was a lack in quality of play from TCU once these rumors, uh, excuse me, from SMU once the rumors began to hit of Sonny Dykes coming over. Uh, they're, they're play, they have not been as as sharp. They lost a few games along the way as well, but that doesn't concern me and. Look, you know, I saw yesterday a report that Rhett Lashley is going to be a target of SMU, and I think SMU is kind of resigned to the fact that um, that Sonny Dykes is gone, and they've already kind of started their search. So I think TCU has got their man in Sonny Dykes. I think they kind of know that's the fact. And oh, look, this week, there's a lot to play for. They're on the road against Iowa State, but still, if they win this week, chance to go to a bowl game. And so that's, that's still significant for them. But obviously disappointing year, and I think Sonny Dykes is the guy they're going to bring in, and I like that hire a lot for them. They're not exactly best friends, SMU and TCU. Does this kind of rub a little salt in the wound, too? Oh, my God, yes. Oh, it's going to be – this is going to be – I mean, talk about that. that that's going to be a huge rival. And, look, I don't – I mean, I think Gary Patterson was not too pleased, Sonny Dyke, was going to be the next coach at TCU. Like, imagine what he's thinking. This is the guy who was cross-town rival for him and actually got him last time, right? Mm-hmm. Last, last time these two teams played, Sonny Dyke's team got the win. So, it's not going to sit well with GP. It's not going to sit well – with SMU, what would be hilarious is, is if SMU hired Gary Patterson. I know it's not in any conversation at all, <laughs> but if they if they flip flop coaches, that would be like a you know that'd be some some fan fiction for college football fans. All right, uh, Josh. Now here's the here's the the question that we've been asking all day. This is probably the most important question. You got to take turkey and you got to take dressing off the table. What's your favorite What's your favorite dish at Thanksgiving? So, guys, I have a – I hate turkey. I think it's really bad. I think we just eat it because it's tradition. Like, I don't I, – I think it's a bad meat. It's dry. And then you have to put it, – it's basically a, a vessel for dressing gravy, and I'm not a fan of either of those things. Um, my grandmother, who is uh, 92 years old, makes – and still cooks like, you know, like she's, you know, 40, um, makes this amazing meat stuffing. There is five pounds of meat in it, beef, and uh, there's some ham in it. Uh, it's unbelievable. It's meat, bread, cheese, basically, all mixed together. It is the best dish I've ever had. It's my favorite Thanksgiving dish. Uh, so, yeah, that is my top dish. And don't have to worry about me. I don't even want to pick turkey anyway. <laughs> all right. Hey, Josh, have a, uh, have a great Thanksgiving, and uh, we appreciate your time, and we'll talk to you soon. 
Oh, by the yeah, way, hey, hey, what do you got? What do you got on the podcast? By the way. Uh, thank you for asking. I'm actually uploading an episode as we are speaking to YouTube and to Apple, Citrus, Spotify about the rankings last night and uh, kind of the the ways Big 12 teams could find themselves in the college football playoff. We talk Cincinnati. We talk about, obviously, the three in the top ten. So that's coming out uh, right now. It should be in your podcast feeds if you download and subscribe. It should be in there by about uh, 8.30 local time. All right, perfect. We appreciate it. Josh, have a great day. That is you too. Josh Neighbors from uh, the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12. It is uh, 8-11. Let's get the uh, latest on the Cowboys. Here's Christy Scales. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Fans are used to seeing the boys every Thanksgiving, but for rookies like Micah Parsons, playing on the holiday is something new, and he's working on something special for the occasion. Details after this. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, and get an exclusive DCU fan pack and member benefits. Dallas Cowboys United members receive exclusive access to virtual content, Cowboys Pro Shop discounts, early entrance to select Cowboys events, VIP experiences, and more. Memberships start at only $20. Visit DallasCowboys.com United to join today. That's DallasCowboys.com United. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Cowboy rookie linebacker Micah Parsons grew up a fan of the team and watched them play every Thanksgiving. But did he ever play on this holiday in college or high school? No, I never played on Thanksgiving. I feel good. I, I'm kind of preaching to the guys. It's like somebody got to get three interceptions or three sacks or whatever high it gets done to hit a turkey dance. I think in the end zone. So make sure you say happy Thanksgiving after. So I'm kind of hoping somebody gets it done. Hopefully it's me. Hopefully it's one of the other guys. We need three turnovers to hit the turkey dance. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving foe is the 5-5 five and five Las Vegas Raiders, led by interim head coach Rich Bisaccia, the former Cowboys special teams coordinator. Kickoff is 325 Central. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. The personal products and services offered make banking easy and convenient at Citizen State Bank West. Established in 1925, Citizen State Bank offers a variety of products and services that contribute to the financial success of your personal accounts or accounts for your business. And whether it's a personal or business, they have the right loan for you. Citizen State Bank, 100 North Main West and at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. 
In Commons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this 2021 football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from In Commons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at incommonsbank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. Koki Family Farms provides the ultimate in custom application and fertilizer for all your road crops and pasture needs. They are a distributor of fertilizer for farmland, grain, feed, hay, pasture crops, and vegetation for agricultural and farm supplies, along with growing and raising corn, wheat, and sorghum. Koki Family Farms is your local contact for LG corn seed and their performing corn hybrids and grain sorghum products. A proud supporter of Crawford High School Athletics, Goki Family Farms, seven generations strong. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas-style craft drinks. Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. All right, 817, 17 minutes after 8 o'clock. It is a Wednesday, Thanksgiving Eve, if you will. And uh, let's talk some high school football. And uh, we're joined now by Greg Jacobs, the head coach of the Crawford Pirates. Coach, good morning. We appreciate your time today. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Hey, I uh, appreciate it uh, uh, for you, for, for you joining, the, uh, joining us on the program this morning. Co- Look, Crawford's done it before, and they've done it many times, but uh, it's still a great accomplishment to be practicing and playing football at Thanksgiving. Just talk about this week with with your football team. Well, you know, uh, if you can get to the Thanksgiving week, it's an exciting time. It's a little different. You know, school's out for most all the week, and, uh, you know, there's a little change in our schedule as far as our practice times and things that we do during that week, so – it's a change-up. It's an exciting time. The kids are excited about it. You know, it's something different, and uh, they're looking forward to this opportunity this week. You, speaking of the opportunity, you got the gladiators of Italy. Uh, uh, this is, you know, again, we're everybody at this part, part of the season is an outstanding football team, so it, this is a great challenge for your football team. Yes, they uh, Italy uh, is an outstanding team. They're very, very good on both sides of the ball. They're very well coached. 
Uh, they've got good size and good speed. So, you know, it's going to be a challenge for us, uh, and we're looking forward to it. Well, you're, you're playing in Alvarado again. Does, does that do anything that, that now that you played there last week and, and you're going back, does, does that have any advantage at all for you? Oh, I don't know if it has an advantage or not. I think, you know, the kids are just kind of accustomed to the setup in the locker rooms and the routine, uh, you know, before the game and and then uh, during the process of pregame and that sort of thing. So, uh, you know, it might, but, uh, you know, I I wouldn't think it would. Coach, when when you're at this point in the season, is it it about your opponent or is it more about you and, and your execution and you doing what you need to do to be successful? Well, I think every week from week one to to now you know we worry and work on ourselves all the time and then if we do the things that uh, you know we we consider important in our program and in preparation for each week you know we'll, we feel good about going into uh, each ball game so you know based on the uh, the situation this week and uh, what Italy poses uh, for us you know we spent a lot of time during this week uh, preparing ourselves to see you know exactly uh, what they may be able to do and and uh, how we can combat that. So uh, we spend a lot of time on ourselves, but it's all in preparation, obviously, for the for the uh, team that you play that week. Now, are they predominantly ground attack, or are they going to be balanced? How how will they? How do you think they'll attack you? Well, they've got they've got good athletes at all positions. They're predominantly a, a run based uh, offensive attack. Uh, they have a very good run game. Uh, led by their their quarterback, who's a big kid, uh, Jaden Saxon. Uh, he uh, factors into the run game just as much as everybody else. And then they have uh, another uh, speedy athlete, uh, number two, Jaden Barr, that uh, they utilize quite a bit uh, on their outside runs. He, they move him around, finding uh, different places. So when he gets the ball in his hands, he's very explosive. And then uh, anytime you can establish a run game like they do, you know, the play-action passing game becomes an important component of your offense, and they utilize it, uh, you know, very effectively. They're not a lot of it, but when they do, it's it's very dangerous. Coach, how important is it for your offense to get in rhythm and, and stay ahead of the change and, and just do what you do? Well, that's that's our – that's our moniker right there. That's what we try to do each and every week. Uh, you know, we want to establish ourselves offensively, uh, control the uh, the clock as much as possible. Uh, and you know, up to this point, we've been fortunate, been able to do that quite a bit. Uh, and that, you know, it it, it gives us an opportunity uh, to, uh, you know, obviously put points on the board if that's the case. But it keeps our defense off the field and keeps their offense on the sideline. So. Uh, you know, we've kind of lived by that and been very effective by it. So hopefully we'll be able to do the same thing this week. All right, Coach, we're going to ask you uh, the single most important question of the day. Uh, you got to take turkey and you got to take dressing off the table. What's your favorite dish tomorrow? Uh, it'd be ham by far. That's my favorite. There you go. <laughs> hey, we wish you the very best. Uh, again, uh, look forward to it. Uh, the broadcast coming up uh, on our uh, sister station, and it's a day game. That'll be a lot of fun. So should be a lot of fun up in uh, up in Alvarado, and uh, we wish you the very best. All right. Thanks for having me. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. That is Greg Jacobs, the head coach of the uh, Crawford Pirates. You can hear the game tomorrow on 104.9 Star FM. And, uh, again, one thirty for the pregame and 2 o'clock for, uh, for the kickoff. And uh, – you know, that's a program, Ward, as you know, that's just steady. I mean, it's, I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. They're just 
steady. I mean, everything they do, there's there's a rhyme, there's a reason, and they just and, and it's they do the same things day in, day out. Very and, methodical. It, it, and it works. Oh, it does. It 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 it, it absolutely does. And uh, I I had the chance to uh, follow them to AT and T Stadium. Uh, a few years ago, and and watch that team up close. Do four of their ball games heading into AT and T Stadium, playing for that state championship, and fun team to watch. I mean, it's it's let's let's get down and let's get dirty and let's play a little football. It's old school, and I love it. Look, they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna have a tight end. They're gonna be in the pro set. <laughs> uh, it, it, look, and they're coming downhill. You don't need film to figure out what they're gonna do, but you've got to figure out a way to stop them, and most people can't. Nope. Cannot. And it's fun to watch. And Absolutely fun to watch. That's why they're twelve and zero headed into this game with with the Gladiators. And again, uh, and that should be a fun day. If, if you're a high school football fan, just go to Alvarado and hang out. I mean, you got I'm, that game. I'm going to be right there. I'm pretty sure that's where I'm going to be Friday. Yeah, and then it, and then that evening, uh, you got Marlin. And, and what about Marlin? What? And I'm sitting there thinking about these Central Texas teams. Marlin, Riesel, Wortham, still playing. Mm-hmm. Still playing. Uh, and then 10 2 way overall, Mart, Wortham, Bremont, Chilton. You know, the entire district, you know, a, a playoff team still playing, playing each other. Because I don't they, know how they, many districts heck, out there. they've already run out of everybody. I don't know how many districts out there are still doing that, but I bet it's less than a handful. Oh, you know it is. It's just too stinking tough. Yeah, I don't. It, that may be the only one. I, I wish we had Greg Tepper on today to ask him, but it, it, I don't. I don't know. I think he posted something the other day. That was, I think there's four or five. I thought I saw him post that on, on Twitter. And that shocks me there's that many. Yeah. But when you stop and think about it from 1A through 6A, and then all the districts across. But still, that is, that's remarkable. It's phenomenal. It, it is. And, and all of these teams are going at it. And, you know, I'm going to try to hustle back from uh, Mahia tomorrow and, and get over to Waco ISD Stadium. And maybe I can catch the, uh, the uh, 6 o'clock kickoff for Bremon. And Chilton uh, be good at Waco ISD yeah. Stadium. That's the, the back end of that deal. Uh, the winner of the uh, Mark Wortham game will meet the winner of the Bremont-Chilton game. It'll be a 10-2A rematch again, and that will be for the regional championship. So, there you go. Uh, let's see. From our um, CNC Collision Center text line real quick, uh, the from the 254, uh, this guy says, or this gal, don't know, chicken dressing, chicken dressing, huh, Chicken dressing and Mark Panther practice tomorrow. Don't get no better. <laughs> no argument. Uh, and let's see. Here's Tim. Tim says, with the COVID year and stuff, how much eligibility does Bohannon have left at Baylor? And do you think they will play through all of the uh, eligibility to go uh, to go to the draft? Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, I-, I can tell you. Let's see here. Real quick. We'll, we'll – uh, I tell you what, let's take the break and we'll come back and we'll answer that in just a second here on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Wings Pizza.
content things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years with over 60 big screens you're sure to catch all the games with 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain we have all of your taste buds covered and don't forget about the made from scratch pizzas but wait there's more try their burgers fillies sandwiches and wraps don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on facebook wings pizza and things temple's home for sports for 15 years Clayton Waco 2 is seeking compassionate, ambitious candidates to join their team. Clayton Waco 2 is hiring for the day shift. Clayton 2 offers a high starting wage with potential for increase, including bonuses. Benefits include medical, dental, vision, paid parental leave, accident, hospital, and critical illness insurance, 401k, paid vacations and holidays, and life insurance for the whole family. Apply at jobs.claytonwaco2.com or stop in at 7001 Imperial. Drive Waco. Join the Clayton family. Clayton Homes, opening doors to a better life. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. One week before the final college football playoff poll, finds a group of five team among the top four. Unbeaten Cincinnati checks in at number four. Georgia is still number one, followed by Ohio State and Alabama. Former Cowboys head coach Jason Garrett is no longer the offensive coordinator for the New York Giants. Freddie Kitchens takes over as the Giants play caller. The Mavericks beat the Clippers in overtime 112-104. Tonight, the Rockets host the Bulls and the Spurs entertain Atlanta. The Tampa Bay Rays have signed Wander Franco to a 12-year contract that will guarantee the 20-year-old $182 million and up to $223 million in incentives. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, we were uh, just looking here. Uh, Bo Hannon is a junior. And uh, the the other half is, do you think he'll use all of his eligibility? And I I certainly do. Uh, I I think that uh, he will be here uh, through all of his eligibility at Baylor. So, there you go. Uh, And Corey said, uh, Corey said, you know, Corey's – Chimed in on the CNC Collision Center text line and said basically the same thing. All right, 829, let's talk some Cowboy football. We welcome in from the Dallas Cowboys, Mr. Kyle Yeomans. Kyle, good morning. How are you? Great, as always. How are you, gentlemen? We are terrific. Uh, let's, boy, quick turn, uh, coming off the Kansas City loss. And we, Ward and I were, just, were talking earlier this morning. The Cowboys look like they're going to look like on Thursday, right? I mean, Probably no Smith at left tackle. Uh, you're not going to have Amari Cooper. May not have CeeDee Lamb unless he can get through the protocol. This team is going to look a lot like it looked on Thursday, uh, on Sunday. So give me some hope to beat the Ravens, uh, the Raiders. Well, okay, I'll give you a couple things that will definitely change your mind on that. And the first one is that Tyron Smith was a full participant in practice yesterday and they anticipate that he will be available at left tackle heading into Thursday. So there's one checkbox that you can go ahead and get off of that list just because 
at least at the moment. And I know we had talked about this last week if we felt good about him getting into practice and, and how he had looked. And then all of a sudden he was unavailable on Sunday, but he was never a full participant in practice throughout last week, but he was full yesterday. They do hit the field again today in a lighter practice. So we'll, we'll get a better indication. I think here over the next couple of minutes of or the next couple of hours, really of where he is and, and how he can be available on, on Thursday. Now for CD lamb, it's a little bit more complicated. They still feel good about him being available heading into to the Thursday matchup, but overall he still has to go through a couple of, of steps. He was not on the field yesterday. Like Mike McCarthy had hoped at least doing some drills, he probably wouldn't have done practice drills or team drills, but he should have at least been out there running around if they really felt good about him being available Thursday. So I, I would say it's probably a 50, 50 on CD lamb, but Tyron Smith, it's looking good for him to be available. Kyle, why did the Cowboys abandon the run on Sunday? I think part of it was just the dominance up front on the line of scrimmage. You look at the way that Chris Jones was able to to, to really just dominate every Cowboys offensive lineman. And I, I say that specifically because it wasn't just against uh, Connor McGovern. It wasn't just against Terrence Steele. He did it against Zach Martin as well. Got a sack on him late in the ball game too. So the, the domination up front didn't bode well for getting the ground game going. Now, I think that's something that he, that, that Mike McCarthy said on, on Monday was a problem. I think they saw that, hey, they did abandon the run. They went away from Zeke. They went away from Tony Pollard, even though Pollard had a little bit of success throughout the, the evening. I think if they were to redo that again, I don't think they would have abandoned the run as quickly as they did. But it's starting to turn into a problem. I think over the last five weeks or so, the, the run game has been pretty non-existent, and the Cowboys are going to try and have to figure that out against the team like the Raiders uh, tomorrow that, well, they have a, a pretty stout run defense and a pretty incredible pass rush. We, we all know that Zeke has, has basically all year has had, some, has had an issue with the knee. Would rest help, or is it he's just going to have to play through this? Uh, man, that's, I, I feel like that's a decision for the, for the training staff because it depends on just exactly how bad that knee is. Is it, is it something that's going to hinder him from being the same kind of explosive, powerful back as he normally is? Or is that something that uh, he can play through and he's not necessarily going to be hindered by it? Because if he's, if he's not the same Zeke, then he's not going to be the same uh, impact that he would be in trying to set up a guy like Tony Pollard. You need Zeke to be physical. That's kind of the back that he is now at this point in his career. He is a physical tote the rock multiple times in a drive kind of back. And if he's only on the, on the, on the field for one play, two plays for a drive, and then he's on the sideline for the next seven, I, I don't know if that really helps you out a ton as an offense. It really limits your play calling. And I think Kellen Moore uh, would, would have to – get really creative in order to, to get him involved if he's if he's trying to play through an injury. Kyle, why do you think Dak was having so many problems hitting his spots on Sunday? Was it just a comfortability with the receivers that he had on the field, or was there something else to it? I think there was a little bit to it, just in terms of the, the atmosphere and the big game pressure that was there, because I think the, the fact that he was off was kind of a domino effect from the rest of 
the the rest of the game because you really looked at it early on. He didn't have a ton of time to throw. He didn't have a, a good feel of the pocket. You could see the happy feet starting to come in. And I'm sure the, the atmosphere was disorienting. I'm sure that was a little bit tough for him to deal with, especially a player who hasn't played in that atmosphere since probably he played against, let's say, Seattle or New Orleans in 2018, 2019. Uh, those are the last two times he's probably faced an atmosphere like that. And I think he struggled a little bit early on, and he kind of figured, find, found his way uh, after that. So I think that's something that he's going to have to, to figure out going into a playoff scenario and then, and then go from there. Look, they, they had a bad game against Denver, didn't play well against Kansas City. Uh, is at the star, are they, is this, hey, look, we've had a couple of bad games and we're playing 17, or is there, there's some real concern on, on some issues? I, I think it's a little bit of both, really. I, I don't think this was one of those games where the, where the, the Cowboys looked at it and said, hey, we, we're not the same team we, we thought we were. I think this is a team that really is encouraged by what they've seen from the, the first seven wins of the season. And I think this is a team that knows where they're at. I mean, seven and three is still one of the best records in the NFL. I mean, it's still, of course, up on top of the NFC East. You're still very much so in the NFC divisional race. You just know now that you have to, one, get some guys back. You, you were without four of your key pieces in that loss to Kansas City. And two... I think you got to find a way to, to win those big games. And you're going to have some opportunities for that. You do go on the road next week against New Orleans. You play a team in the Raiders this week that is certainly not a bad program. And then on – or, excuse me, a week after that, uh, or later in the season, I should say, they play Arizona. So they have opportunities to win these tough games, win these matchups with opponents that they'll probably have to see a same caliber, a similar caliber of team – uh, in the postseason, they're going to have to do that later on. But I think until they win that game, they know they've got a little bit of ways to go. So with this defense playing the way they did on Sunday, that has to be encouraging because only giving up 19 points to Kansas City, there's not a whole lot of teams that can say that. How do they continue to move forward this week uh, with the you know three games in 12 days? How do they continue to keep that up on the defensive side of the ball? Yeah, that's the tough part is just because of how – quick of a turnaround this is i feel like i was talking to you guys yesterday in terms of some of the same stuff because that's how quick quick of a turnaround it is for the media you think about what it's like once you're physically beat up after a game kind of like what you saw against kansas city on sunday so i'm interested to see the way that they handle it and the way they bring pressure to Derek Carr because i think that's the key to slowing down this Raiders offense is getting some pressure on him to making him force some mistakes because he will definitely do so and not allow him any time to get it to Darren Waller, get it to Brian Edwards, some of those weapons, as well as even getting the run game started. So I'm interested to see if they can keep that same kind of physicality as they get into the week, because at least at the moment they're, they're looking pretty good based off of what they did against Kansas City. Hey, we, we, we all know that the Cowboys can lose a football game on Thanksgiving. They've done it. But do they really have an advantage uh, on, on this short week? Because, look, the Raiders have got to take one of the one of the three days available to them and travel. Yeah, no, I think they do have a little bit more of an advantage than most other teams do. Because, one, they accept here. They're, they're used to this. Excuse me. Sorry. Something. Connect. Connect. 
they're used to this type of turnaround because they've seen this previously uh, about, uh, well, every year this time. So they, they know just how taxing a Thursday game can be on a ball club, and uh, they anticipated this going into the year. Plus, like you said, the Raiders, who have now lost three straight games on Thanksgiving, uh, two of those have been to the Cowboys. They do have to travel. They have had some some off-the-field stuff they've been dealing with as well. So I think the Cowboys do, at least in terms of the, the coaching and the, the preparation side, and then also, of course, the travel side, have a massive uh, advantage whenever playing at AT&T Stadium on Thanksgiving. But also, you look at the Cowboys. They've lost three of their last four Thanksgiving games, and, and a couple of those have been in embarrassing fashion, most notably last year against Washington. So, uh, I just – I don't know. It, it's hard to kind of put that into perspective because these are professionals. These are guys that are used to traveling like that. But with a quick turnaround, I can't help but think that there is an advantage for the home team. Kyle, do you think after what Mike McCarthy said uh, last week after that loss to Kansas City that there's any way that he might walk down the sidelines and nudge Kellen Moore if it's not being called the way that he thinks it should be? I think that happens more – than you'd think. I, I think that happens even throughout the course of a good play calling game. I think, yes, Kellen's probably getting those. It's not the training wheels as we liked to talk about last year at the position at the, the offensive coordinator spot. He's not training for anything anymore. He is the offensive coordinator and that is his show. But Mike being the the head coach and, and, and McCarthy being the, the, the way that he is as an offensive mind and a quarterback guru, I think he does nudge Kellen Moore every now and again and say, hey, how about this? How about that? Uh, just if he didn't do that, I don't know if he would carry a, a play sheet on the sideline, and he carries a play sheet on the sideline every week. So I, I think there's a lot of that conversation. I think there's probably a give and take there from the offensive play calling. I don't know that for a fact. I haven't asked McCarthy nor Kellen that, and I'm sure if I did, they would probably try and keep that close to the chest as well. But that's something that I anticipate that happens even in good games, and, and uh, that continues, of course, into the games where there really isn't a ton of them. All right, Kyle, here comes the uh, most important question of the day. We've asked everybody that we've had on today. you got to okay. take turkey and you got to take dressing, and they're off the table. They're off the table. Okay. So what is your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Easy money. It is green bean casserole. Well, that's three times this morning we've casserole. had green bean casserole. Green bean oh, casserole is running away with this thing. That's that's what it should be. That's the way it should be because green bean casserole is divine. And I know everyone. Hang on a second. It's what? It's divine. Said divine. Divine. Yes, he it did use divine. divine on this program. Okay. I did. Yes. No, it's fantastic. And I know everybody on that show has that has said green bean casserole is probably like, oh, yeah, my mom or my grandma or my, my dad's green bean casserole stands up. So I, I, won't, I won't claim that because I'm sure everybody's green bean casserole from their family are great. But it's just green bean casserole as a whole is always going to be better than anything else. That's awesome. Hey, man, have a uh, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and uh, we we do appreciate your time. Thanks so much for being with us. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Shout out to all the people out in Waco. I'll be down there uh, for my Thanksgiving after the game's over too. So, are, are, so you're gonna get to sneak? Home, you're gonna get to sneak home, uh... man, for a split second. I will. I'm going to come down after the game. We'll, we'll finish our post-game shows on, on Bally and on CBS and stuff, and then after I'm done there, 
I'm going to hit I-35 like everybody's hit I-35 at some point in their life yep. and fly down the Waco. So if, if you're a law enforcement officer, don't camp out North Waco, please. Thank you. <laughs> there um, you go. But then you got a quick turnaround on Saturday, right? Yeah, I've got a game Saturday, too. Actually, I've got three games Saturday, which is wild. Um, I've got a, a college football game on ESPN Plus, North Texas, my, my alumni, and then uh, and then the uh, the UTSA Roadrunners. Really good game between those two. And then I've got two I've got two high school basketball games at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth. So yeah, it's a quick turnaround, no doubt. Yeah, uh, you're busy. We appreciate your time. Hey, uh, have a great one. Talk to you soon. Absolutely, guys. Y'all have fun. See you later. Uh, Kyle Yeomans uh, with the Cowboys. 843-17 shy of 9 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. It's hoops for the holidays as Baylor women's basketball competes in the Cancun Challenge in Cancun, Mexico. The Baylor women take on Fordham on Thursday morning, Arizona State on Friday morning, then Houston Saturday afternoon from the Cancun Challenge. Baylor Women's Basketball in the Cancun Challenge here on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate, UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com, or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows, they've got that brand new home effect, Universal Windows Direct. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tom Evos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. John Morris here telling you all about our friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Alumacraft Boats and Mercury Outboards, has boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from the number one fishing and family fun boats by Alumacraft, powered by best-in-class Mercury Outboard. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. 
The one stop for your farm and ranch supplies is Bar None Country Store. They are an official Purina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets, Bar None Country Store also has fencing products and panels with gates and culverts, plus a good selection of deer feed and feeders. They also have the latest styles of men and women's clothing, plus those comfortable shoes from Hey Dude. Go by and see Paula, Chelsea, and the gang at Bar None Country Store, 7991 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. One week before the final college football playoff poll, finds a group of five team among the top four. Unbeaten Cincinnati checks in at number four. Georgia is still number one, followed by Ohio State and Alabama. Former Cowboys head coach Jason Garrett is no longer the offensive coordinator for the New York Giants. Freddie Kitchens takes over as the Giants' play caller. The Mavericks beat the Clippers in overtime 112-104. Tonight, the Rockets host the Bulls and the Spurs entertain Atlanta. The Tampa Bay Rays have signed Wander Franco to a 12-year contract that will guarantee the 20-year-old $182 million and up to $223 million in incentives. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Pump up the jam, pump it up while your feet are stumping, and the jam is pumping. Look ahead, the crowd is jumping. Pump it up a little it's 8 48 welcome back into the program this is game time here on espn central texas what i mean it's it's pretty dominant green bean casserole has just dominated yeah, this thing it has so how about that and then your uh dark chocolate cake pie thing uh you're not gonna believe it <laughs> well I, i'm not gonna believe that a cake i mean it's a pie that's called a cake. I it's mean, it's not I'm, a pie. It's kind of like cheesecake is it's, really a pie. It, it's not a. It's not anything like a pie. You You're, like cheesecake pie? I like cheesecake, <laughs> but it's a pie. It's not a pie. You don't think? No. It's shaped like a pie. It's it looks a pie. like a pie. It tastes like a pie, but it's not a pie. It's a cake. You're you're one of those that calls. Pizza, pizza pie, aren't you? It's a pie. Well, it is a pizza pie. <laughs> it's not. It's a pizza. It's a pizza. Oh, don't you like pizza pie? <laughs> to see, you can have a 16-inch pie, a 14-inch pie. No. You have different you, size pies. No. Pie is sweet. Cheesecake's a pie. I don't no, care. No, it's I, not. I'll argue. I mean, it's just t- – and, and this this chocolate con- con- conglomerate that you got going on in downtown Fort Worth is a pie. No, it's not. Um, trust me. What's it, it called? It, it's, going, it's, it's called a Black Forest cake. With, it, with meringue. Yeah, but it doesn't have. It's not the meringue that you're thinking about. <laughs> it's, it's a six-inch meringue, right? No, it's not that. <laughs> Wait till you have it. I'm gonna bring you some. I hope you. I hope you rat hole a slice of that pie that that y- it, you call pie. cake. It's not pie. So anyway, all right. Uh, let's see what we got on the grab bag today. Hey, there's several quick notes about Baylor football, and this is pretty cool stuff. Uh, Baylor football offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes has been named one of the uh, 15 semifinalists for the uh, Broyles Award announced by the Frank and Barbara Broyles Foundation. The award honors the nation's top assistant coach 
recognizing the legacy of Coach Frank Broyles, who um, was the uh, had a Hall of Fame career at the uh, University of Arkansas. So uh, Jeff Grimes named uh, named a finalist for that. Uh, uh, Baylor senior Jalen Petrie named a uh, finalist for the 2021 Jim Thorpe Award. You know who won the very first Jim Thorpe Award? Jim Thorpe. Thomas Everett. Oh. Baylor University. <laughs> How about that? How about that? And this is pretty cool. We talked a little bit about this earlier today. Not this particular thing, but the fact that Baylor's offensive line has done an outstanding job. Baylor's offensive line as a unit has been named one of the 13 semifinalists for the Joe Moore Award announced by the Foundation for Teamwork. The award honors the nation's most outstanding offensive line unit, those five guys, in college football, judged solely on six criteria, toughness, effort, teamwork, consistency, technique, and finishing. And uh, so Baylor's offensive line. Now, two years ago, would you have ever nope. thought I'd be having this announcing that? Nope. Never. No way. No way. And, and in that, August, you wouldn't have thought it. No, you're exactly right. That's a great point. All we talked about in July and August is, man, that defense is really, really good. And, and, and if this team is going gonna, is gonna to do anything, then that defense is going to carry it. They're going to be the strength of this football team. I'm starting to think the offensive line may be the strength of this football team. Uh, it's been very, very it's good. It's been very, very good. It has. As we mentioned earlier, Liberty has, uh, has reached a new deal with Hugh Freeze. I think it's going to be like $4 million a year, so good for, for him. There is basketball tonight from uh, from the Bahamas. Six o'clock for the pregame, six thirty for the tip. It is Baylor at four and zero against Arizona State at two and two, as the Bears play uh, in that uh, tournament. The uh, Baylor women will uh, will start tomorrow with a nine thirty pregame and a ten o'clock tip off, uh, and they're going to be over in Cancun playing in that tournament. So, uh, and also congratulations to Baylor volleyball team. Uh, they swept Oklahoma uh, to move to nineteen and five, thirteen and two in the conference so there you go a lot of high school football coming up and again we will have uh, we'll have Crawford and Italy over on 104.9 FM tomorrow afternoon at 1 30 uh at 1 30 on 90 on uh, on a shooter we're going to have uh the West Trojans and uh and um, Malakoff and that'll be a 1 30 pregame and then either here on ESPN or on uh, on uh, kicker 99.3 on Friday at 1.30. It'll be Mart and Worth. It all kind of depends on Baylor men's basketball results and what time they play on Friday. So, And then Saturday, of course, we'll have the Bears and the Texas Tech Red Raiders, 7 o'clock for the pregame. And on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, it is round two of the uh, D3 playoffs. It is UMHB and Birmingham Southern. You were telling me that you felt like if, if – the crew played up to their potential, and Birmingham Southern played well. It will be a good football game, but you like you like UMHB at home. I do. I like their chances at home. Uh, defensively, I think that they are playing very well right now on the defensive side of things. It's going to depend on offensively if they can put it together, get some drives, uh, and get that running game going the way that Coach Fredenberg likes to run the football. Uh, if they can do that, I, I really like their chances – and being at home in front of the uh, home crowd, I, I think that gives them a little bit of advantage as well. So should be fun on Saturday. Now, set last Saturday against Trinity, uh, defensively they were really good. Offensively yes. they were sluggish. They were, and they you know they they missed some throws on Saturday. They uh, they weren't able to get the running game going on a consistent basis, uh, and you know it just it was not. 
sluggish is a great word for it. It just was not the normal, you know, we're going to move the chains, mm-hmm. we're going to be methodical, we're going to go down the field, and then we're going to take one over the top and, and hit you with it right in the mouth. And they never did do that on Saturday. And he, look, you got to give Trinity a, a lot of credit. They played well on the defensive side of the ball, and, and you knew that coming into that ball game that, you know, that was going to be one of the strengths of, of Trinity coming in. Uh, and so it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how this one plays out. You know, you look at – uh, Birmingham Southern, the, the only loss they have on the year is uh, to Trinity in, in conference play. Uh, they got the at-large bid because of Trinity got the automatic bid out of that conference. But uh, Birmingham Southern was on the goal line. Uh, excuse me. They were going for a two-point conversion with 30 seconds left in the ballgame to win that football game. Wow. So that tells you. Uh, they they can play with Trinity. So you better be ready on I, Saturday. I, I got to listen to a lot of it Saturday. Uh, did you – I just kept getting the feeling, and I don't know about you, but you were actually there doing the game. But just listen, I kept, I just, I kept thinking, my, it's going to get going. They're going to get going. They're going to get going. Yeah, I, that, that's exactly the feeling that I that I had. Every possession, you just think, okay, this, this is this, it. This is it. Here's where here's where the light bulb comes on. And, and look, you've done a lot of games where you've seen offenses. You you expect to, okay, they've they've kind of been on the doorstep they've knocked on the door now here comes they're going to kick it in mm-hmm. this this series and it just it never did happen i you know that fourth down call that that coach fredenberg made uh at, taking points off the board you know, he he said on the coaching show last night that you know his dad if he'd have been in the stands would have came down there and and knocked him around <laughs> a little bit for taking points off the board and i said you know my dad too so and, and i was you know coach hafner and i were in the booth going there's really no way he's going to take these three points off the board, is there? And he did. And after the offsides, they they made the field goal on fourth and six. Offsides gave him fourth and one on the 17. And Coach Fredenberg said last night that he just felt like if they could pick up that fourth and one, they had a good shot to get in the end zone. He didn't feel good about field goal being enough to win that football game on Saturday. He needed to get in the end zone uh, with two minutes, just a little over two minutes to play in the game. Well, on fourth and one, uh, Alfonso Thomas takes it 17 yards into the end zone, and and that put it away for the crew. Made him look like uh, yeah, it a made genius. him look really good, didn't yep. it? <laughs> yep. All right, uh, so that'll be coming up Saturday, 11:30 for the pregame Saturday on Fox Sports Central Texas, a high noon kickoff, UMHB in Birmingham Southern. All right, uh, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, Greeny's coming up at nine. John Morris from the Bahamas at three. Then uh, the Matt Mosley program, and I think Matt's gonna actually join the Matt Mosley show. There's a novel thought uh, from Paris at uh, four and uh, then uh, at six o'clock we're headed back to the bahamas boy we are we're jet setters aren't we mm-hmm. we're all over the place so we'll head back to the bahamas for the basketball game between the bears and arizona state that's a six o'clock pregame and a six thirty tip so that is what we have in store for you uh here on espn central texas have yourself a great day a blessed thanksgiving and we'll talk to you again friday afternoon from Mahaya. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It was that tweet that I sent out of Lincoln Riley kicking a field goal to make it 66-33 at the end of that game against Baylor in 2018. Aaron, that thing has now been shared close to 6,000 times. Through various sources, I understand now that uh, Matt Rule enjoyed the tweet. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. 
Think about it, the most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that mother nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's gift store since 1979 has the gifts you need for this holiday season. Morrison's Gifts features local Texas and American-made products, John Hart leather and canvas goods, Consuela purses and totes, candles, jewelry, bath and body, and gifts for the baby. You can always find unique treasures while enjoying a personalized shopping experience. Morrison's Gifts offers free gift wrapping and can ship anywhere and offer local delivery. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills next to Jason's Deli. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.